0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of On Time in Full, a podcast brought to you by Design Conveyor Systems. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us here for this episode of the program. Today, we're talking about the convergence of value and technology in supply chain logistics and some of the key trends that we're seeing in technology adoption. And joining me here on the podcast today, we are thrilled to welcome Matt Ferguson, the president of Design Conveyor System. Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me,
1: Tyler. I am excited uh, excited to be here and... uh... Share a bit of information with everybody.
0: Yeah, I'm pumped to have you here on the show today, Matt. And so, first of all, let's let's dive in and just talk a little bit about your background and and who you are. So, you're obviously the president at Design Conveyor Systems. Tell us tell us a little bit about yourself and your career up to this point. Sure. Well, um,
1: man, growing up, really fell in love with technology at a young age. Uh, big into amateur radio. Big into computers, and that really led to uh, pursuing an engineering degree. A lot of a lot of folks in this industry. Uh, studied electrical engineering, and that got me into the world of systems integration, which is where we consider what a customer's needs are, and uh, select and uh, design into into the customer's facility this equipment that uh, uniquely suits them. So, spent a lot of time as an integrator, and then stepping into leadership, really um, uncovering how. Uh, businesses like ours can impact the lives of the people that we are fortunate enough to uh, work with and also our customers. So, man, just really love technology. Uh, love getting my hands dirty uh, and then also just love making uh, DCS a great place to work.
0: That's awesome. That, that's, that's some great stuff. And, and um, I'm really excited to have you here on the show today here as we talk about supply chain logistics. And obviously, supply chain is having a bit of a moment, right, where it's gone from maybe being a niche topic to being something that everyone discusses uh, on a pretty regular basis. Um, so what sorts of challenges have you seen in, in supply chain uh, in the supply chain over the last couple of years? What, what have you noticed just uh, from your perspective in the industry?
1: Well, there's been a lot of, uh, chatter, a lot of talk about some very real problems that I believe are common, um, to discuss now because they're very real and they're meaningful, uh, topics such as a challenge with labor and, uh, a challenge with, uh, supply chain sourcing. So sourcing materials when you need it. Uh, you know, some of the, some of the biggest challenges that our customers face that supply chain faces are, are, uh really difficult to control yourself, very difficult to find yourself in control of your own destiny. So customers feel uh, more out of control and more separated from their ability to control their outcome. And what we're seeing is it is creating an environment where a customer's ability to have certainty or to have a level of ability to plan is, is harder than it's ever been. And that's made uh, taking risks on adopting new technology or approaching problems in a different way. uh, Something that they are considering now that they might not have previously.
0: That's, that's really interesting. And that kind of takes us right where we want to go. And that's, that's talking about technology. How are you seeing technology maybe step in and be able to kind of help solve some of the problems that that you've noticed that your customers are having? Like you said, that, that, that uncertainty that they're feeling right now, how is technology able to maybe step in and, and help with some of these issues?
1: You know, you see, you see challenges like what the supply chain, um, uh, the supply chain industry broadly, whether it's material handling or customer sourcing and getting getting product to their consumers. You're seeing challenges that we're facing now, similar to how ch- similar to technical challenges uh, and sourcing challenges that have been faced in other industries over the past uh, thirty or forty years, where you get this. Um, I think you might have used uh, the the word convergence, where you get this this overlap of desperate need and really, really hard problems, along with technology that's beginning to improve and evolve to a point of being justifiable, solving the problem, uh, not, uh, not, n- not just being something cool and neat and different, uh, but now we can use this technology and apply it to solve problems. So what we're seeing is uh, so many more new companies Creating and delivering technologies that companies like DCS can partner with and solve really, really hard problems for our customers. Uh, and uh, as the need has grown and the playing field is really set for technologies to disrupt uh, and, 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 and solve some of these uh, challenges that we've just summarized, you see you see the technology getting better faster, which is which is a which is a pattern that we've seen previously. You saw it in Semicon and Automotive. Uh, Back in the uh, 70s and 80s, certainly 90s really took off with um, with a lot of automation outside of automotive, Uh, but you're seeing a lot of the same patterns now. It's pretty exciting because we're getting to solve problems to help our customers and others be successful.
0: What can maybe the supply chain and logistics industry learn from some of the examples of industries that you've mentioned that, that have kind of gone through transitions like this previously? Like you, you just mentioned some in your previous answer. Is there, is there something that supply chain can, can look at and say, oh, okay, this is, this is some knowledge. This is some experience that we can take and really apply to this situation for ourselves. Yeah. You know, I think
1: um, one of the biggest, one of the biggest challenges with Applying new technology is defining what good performance looks like. I don't believe if you were to go back and interview individuals that were on the cutting edge of robotics in the automotive space back in the 80s would have would would claim that uh, how you welded a car with, you know, with the multi-axis robot went well the first, you know, the first year or two, they started to apply it. So I think I think uh, applying the discipline that they do in their core business, if you're a retailer. Uh, applying that discipline to how you define success and uh, define performance metrics, and phase in the deployment of new technology. When you're working with someone like DCS, let's let's discuss how we can win in small ways, demonstrate that technology is going to actually solve the problem, uh, or discover ways that it can complement how you do things now. And then let's begin to iterate. Let's let's continue to give technology. Uh, a chance to improve and evolve because it has done so very rapidly over the past couple of years. Uh, We just attended a trade show called Modex recently. Someone asked me what was was something that I noticed that uh, stuck out to me. And uh, and speaking to someone today, I said the same thing. I said, no longer are we just seeing uh, good technology that's being applied in different and creative ways, but we're seeing it change and evolve in a very short period of time where software and hardware are coming together to solve problems that, that are very difficult. And I will say our supply chain customers have very challenging, very difficult problems. They have to handle packages of different sizes, different materials. It's a unique challenge. So taking taking the application of technology um, in, uh, in, in small phased approaches and really doing a lot of work on the front end to define what good looks like What does good performance look like? And how are we going to phase this in over time?
0: I I think that's an excellent answer and and some fantastic examples that you gave. Uh, So when you think about the benefits that you believe will come out of the the convergence of of these trends along with value um, that that you're seeing from technology, what what sorts of benefits do you think will will reap themselves in the long run?
1: There is a a huge difference between a customer seeing production and uh, experiencing a lot of rework versus seeing seam, seam production that's complementary to the core method of how they ship product. So I think some of the early wins in deploying very new technology are going to be customers defining these small areas, these gaps that are difficult to close and technology may be a good fit. Closing those gaps that may that may be complementary right now may not be earth shattering but uh, but are complementary. And getting wins there so that you can measure success measure the return and uh, continue to plan and deploy that in uh, different and better ways. You know, we're seeing customers uh, be less sensitive to the return on an investment of a system or deployment of a new product. And uh, equally as concerned about, can we even get product out? Can we consist, can we rely on our operation to get product out, to ship on time, with the challenges that we face, be it material, spare parts, labor, etc. So again, I think that goes back to identifying those key gaps that you believe are critical to your business, prioritizing them, define those that you think are good candidates for a phased approach to applying new technology, and uh, doing it in a stage gate or an iterative step so that you can show success upfront. Nothing is more demoralizing, more frustrating than deploying something new and exciting and it failing. That can hinder, that can, that can become a barrier to really great things.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great point. That that is a great point. So when it comes to implementation then let, let's talk through that. How can you make sure the implementation of technology, you mentioned that that sometimes um patience is required. How can you make sure that, that implementation goes as smooth maybe as possible um, and doesn't result in large amounts of downtime and things of that nature.
1: Sure. So uh, we believe at DCS that uh, projects, the nature of, the nature of uh, going through the implementation of a system, system of any type, simple, smaller systems to more complex, the success of those implementation is often proportional to the amount of effort and pre-work and planning that's done up front. Are we asking the hard questions now Are we documenting it and we're discussing it? Are we challenging ourselves and each other early on? To plan, to consider ways that projects could go wrong? Are we doing the hard work up front? If we do the hard work up front, uh, the back end becomes less challenging. Deploying systems is always difficult. I said less challenging on purpose because it's very, very hard. But you know, if we've done a lot of work on the front end, we are able to navigate the challenges of projects on the back end. And that goes whether you are deploying a simple system or if you are leading edge defining. What uh, great looks like uh, for you and your customers, work on the front end is extremely important.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great point that 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 work on the front end, that planning aspect is obviously key and, and, and huge in terms of uh, helping processes go as smoothly as possible. So, Matt, as we as we begin to wrap up our conversation today, what sorts of things do you want to leave listeners with, um, either in terms of uh, of a summary statement or just uh, something important that maybe we haven't touched on yet that you think is important for them to hear? Uh, the floor is yours just for any final thoughts that you want to leave our listeners with today.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it, Tyler. Uh, it's, it is a lot of fun. It's, it's a ton of fun to consider deploying, uh, different types of technology solutions that perhaps we couldn't have imagined 10 years ago. We believe those solutions absolutely have a place in our customers facilities. Uh, just like I mentioned a moment ago, so much success, uh, is is built by a lot of hard work on the front end. So I would encourage our listeners as they are challenged internally with their internal customers to meet difficult deadlines, difficult performance requirements. Uh, sometimes uh, sometimes companies have a desire to, to to use different types of technology for reasons that we can't imagine that are really important to them and that's okay. I would really encourage us all to consider What are we trying to accomplish with deploying new technology? What problem are we trying to to resolve? And the accomplish is is the end result, improved production, fewer errors, et cetera. What problems are we trying to solve? Those problems are perhaps their labor, like we've discussed, perhaps they're uh, sourcing certain types of material, perhaps something else that is unique to customers. So what's our objective? What problems are we trying to overcome? And can we define specific actions on the front end that we can do to help us achieve those? And if you can do that plan, um, and take an iterative approach to deploying technology, you can show success early. And when you show success early, man, uh, there's so much opportunity. There's more leeway. And your employees and your team members will go, they're going to be excited about trying new technology and they're going to be, they're going to be partners. They're going to be, um, uh, they're going to be just as excited to partner with their leadership in deploying technology as leadership is themselves.
0: I think that's that's really really well put, and, and people do get excited to see those to see those wins and see those gains. Uh, tell me how people can get in touch uh, with you at DCS uh, to ask questions if, if they want to know more um, and they want to ask questions or anything along those lines. Uh, what's the best way for people to get in touch and reach out? Yeah, sure. Check us out at
1: designconveyor.com uh, or if you'd like to reach out to me, uh, my email address is. Matt at designconveyor.com. Pretty complicated. Matt, two T's <laughs> at designconveyor.com. I'll be happy to answer questions if I can, or put you in touch with someone that knows way more than I do.
0: Excellent stuff. Matt Ferguson, president at Design Conveyor Systems. Matt, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast today and sharing a little bit more about how technology is uh, is changing the game in, uh, in supply chain and logistics. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Tyler. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. I enjoyed it as well. And everyone out there, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast today. We appreciate you joining us very much. Of course, for more episodes of On Time in Full, if you want to go back and listen to previous episodes of the podcast, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts these days. And while you're there, subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with upcoming episodes. It's easy. You can hit subscribe right there on the platform and you will get the latest episodes as we do them. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the show. But for this one, for Matt Ferguson, I'm Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.